So Dramatic Daily, your daily dose of the latest and most dramatic reality TV news. Welcome to So Dramatic Daily. I'm Megan Fastetto. Coming up today, Married at First Sight's OG villain Davina Rankin reveals her surprising new career. The blocks Dylan and Jenny give fans an update on what the fuck is going on with their unsold house. And Abby Chatfield reveals why Megan Marks and Laura Byrne really called her out for her new Fuckboy Island gig. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Married at First Sight villain Davina Rankin has announced her surprising new career as a children's book author. The 30-year-old revealed on Instagram that she's released two children's books titled Empowered Moo and Mindful Moo. Despite having no idea how to write a children's book, illustrate it, let alone self-publish it, the mum of one said that she managed to sell an impressive 3,000 copies of her first book in the first three hours of its release. By the fourth hour, she was sold out. Davina told fans, the next day I emailed my manufacturer and ordered triple the amount. The reality star's wholesome new career is a far cry from her reality TV debut back in 2019, during which she copped major backlash for cheating on her husband, Ryan Gallagher, with fellow contestant Dean Wells behind their respective partners' backs. Following the heat from her appearance on MAFS, Davina stepped out of the spotlight to put her reality star past behind her before making a comeback on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in 2022. The same year, she also wed her now husband, Jackson Manuel, whom she met nearly a decade earlier in a Brisbane nightclub. The couple shares three-year-old daughter, Miller May Manuel. The blocks Dylan Adams and Jenny Heath have given fans an update on what the fuck is going on with their unsold Gisborne home. While the Queensland couple has confirmed that their build is still the only one from the 18th season to sell, it hasn't gone without interest. Chatting to Nine Entertainment, Jenny said several buyers were keen on the house. She explained, we did have a few people keen a few weeks ago, but we've heard nothing since then. Dylan added, we're still in the same position as when we left the block. The couple expressed their disbelief that the 10 acre property hadn't been snatched up yet. Jenny said, honestly, it's crazy that it's still on the market. We just don't know whether it's going to make nothing or if we could make $10,000 or $100,000. We'll only know how we feel when it sells. The tradie duo's concerns are pretty valid, particularly when the block auction saw a record-breaking win with Omar and Oz's home, but the lowest profit made at auction since 2014 with Tom and Sarah Jane's build selling for just $20,000 over reserve. As such, Dylan is begging any and all interested buyers to give House 4 a chance and visit the property in real life. The home features five bedrooms, three bathrooms, a fire pit, a pool and a hot tub and it sounds like the absolute dream. Despite the odds being against them though, I have faith that the couple will be able to sell their property eventually. Abby Chatfield has revealed why she thinks fellow Bachelor alumni Megan Marks and Laura Byrne called her out after she was appointed as the host of Fuckboy Island. Now, in case you missed it, however, unsure how you have managed to escape this drama this week, Abby called to dismantle the patriarchy after Kiss FM's Kyle Sanderlands and his fill-in co-host Brittany Hockley slut-shamed her live on air during an interview with musician Young Gravy. Her critics, including Megan and Laura, then suggested it was hypocritical for her to host a show that appears to encourage men to lie to women and manipulate their emotions, considering she's a staunch advocate for abolishing misogyny. 
Taking to Instagram in response to the backlash over her new gig, Abby reiterated that Fuckboy Island isn't degrading like some of her critics have assumed. However, she can't explain the premise in more detail until closer to its air date next year. In her Instagram story, though, the 27-year-old said that the calibre of people calling her out is interesting. She hit back, isn't it interesting that the only people having a real issue with this show are people that I've called out for being ableist and sexist and quite frankly, mean. It's interesting this weird retaliation is happening now for a show that has not been filmed yet. Abby continued to suggest that Megan and Laura wouldn't have come for her had she not addressed their controversial comments in the past. She explained, I can guarantee if I hadn't called out people for their ableist comments or for their slut shaming that they wouldn't be saying anything about it. Abby then asked fans, what other issues do they speak about? When have you ever heard them speak about any feminist issues that were difficult to speak about? When have you ever heard them speak about any intersectional issues? So just think about where your criticism is coming from, but don't be opportunistic and try to use this as a way to say, I won. You were still sexist. You were still ableist. Well done. Further leaning into the idea that her critics are retaliating, Abby explained that Laura's whole issue with this whole thing wouldn't have occurred had she not felt defensive over Abby holding her Life Uncut co-host Brittany to account. The lengthy story followed a series of slides in which Abby stood by her decision to stand up for herself. She told her fans, one final reminder that defending yourself and dissecting sexist remarks when you were spoken about poorly by name is not attacking people. Slut shaming someone and then calling out people for slut shaming are very different things. Abby then highlighted another function of patriarchy evident in this whole debacle, being the way in which people dub women who question harmful structures as bullies and hysterical. In a subsequent slide, she said it's not unreasonable to speak out when others say harmful things. She concluded, if the joke was that my radio show or podcast is shit, I would have laughed. I can take a joke. I won't take sexism. They're very different things. That is the latest from So Dramatic Daily. For more information on any of these stories or for more piping hot tea, please head to our website, sodramaticonline.com. Make sure you're also following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook to keep up to date with the latest throughout the day. And my God, there has been a lot to keep up with this week. I hope you all have a very restful weekend. God knows we need it. I will see you back here on Monday. Same time, same place. Ciao for now. Kind regards. So Dramatic Daily. So Dramatic would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.